hot for justicers. What up? We are together and recording today. <laughs> so it's very what? exciting. I know. It's like old times. I know. I'm pretty... So the boys are on baby duty. Yes. Zach and Ted. And we're making it happen right now. Hell yeah. So... Doing the damn thing. Yes. Pretty excited. Yeah. How are you? How are things? They're good, you know. Hanging in there. <laughs> excited to uh, go on a bachelorette party in Mexico we were just talking about. Dude, I know. Yes. For our dear friend and number one fan, Audrey. Hey, bitch. <laughs> hey, we're not going to talk about any bridges today, so you don't have any uh, anything to correct us on. <laughs> no, but you'll probably end up making fun of something I say. <laughs> That's okay. Per usual. <laughs> I'm not the brightest bulb. <laughs> Same. I'm tired. When I'm tired, my brain doesn't operate. I did some math yesterday, though, you guys. I was pretty impressed with myself, and I did it right. What kind of math was it? So I was calculating. We went to Costco and I bought some coffee pods. And I was like, you can get a box of 100 coffee pods for $35 at Costco. Mm -hmm. But at Target, it was a box of 18 coffee pods for $10. And I calculated that each coffee pod was like $1.30 from Target. Whereas from Costco, they were like 35 cents or something like that. I can't remember. But I did that math. And I did it math. And I did that math correctly. I'm proud of you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, fun fact, though, the Target, their, like, owned brand of, like, coffee pods, you uh-huh. can get a box of, like, I think, like, 75 of them uh-huh. for, like, 20 bucks. Oh, holla. Mm-hmm. Says the former Target employee. She was, <laughs> yes. she got me, stu- um, if you don't follow, Target does it again on Instagram. Don't do it, because um, you're going to spend all your money. Every dollar you've ever made. But also do it, because it's really good. Yeah, also, I also, will also plug, Costco does it again. Yes. <laughs> Because, damn it, I bought a bunch of stuff yesterday. I'm pretty sure the same person runs both accounts. Oh, okay. Or it's, like, friends or something, because, like, they, the aesthetic is always the same. Yeah, it is. You're right. And uh, they, like, plug each other sometimes. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's, again, either the same person or, like, a couple friends or something. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, so. like, it's cost me a lot of dollars. <sighs> but it's so good oh, like yeah. there's a pair of okay for all you ladies out there we're just <laughs> or gentlemen if you're so inclined <laughs> too true um there's a pair of leggings that you can get at costco for two pack for 13 bucks mm-hmm. they're like life-changing life-changing the brand i think is felina yes wash them first though before you wear them because they will stain your hands and everything you touch yes but they're amazing mm-hmm. i'm wearing them right now yeah. i've never been more comfortable in my life i would say they're comparable they're, they're definitely like loungy leggings wouldn't yes. wear them to the gym but they no. feel like lululemon aligns they do yes but and, again, I wouldn't wear them to the gym. But they're good for, like, um, if you're wearing a tunic and, Yeah. You know, like, right now I'm wearing a giant flannel. Yeah. That covers my ass. And, balling. you know. Big money balling. I wore them to work the other day. Yeah, I wear them to work, like, all the time. That's yeah. why I had to buy a second two-pack because <laughs> I was wearing them so often. Yeah. And they just revamped them before. They didn't used to be as, like, they're compressive so and, like. good. Yep. I like that sound effect. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, that's what the they do to you. title. Yeah. Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, if you are in the market for some more leggings, uh, two pack, thirteen bucks, Costco, and they are very black. Because you know how sometimes they're like not so black. Yeah, they are very black, and but they're very thick. So much so that they stained my hands. Yeah, I I, tu- I touched my leg. I was gonna say I touched myself. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> different different podcast. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, why are my hands black? Yeah. No, I got to work and I was like. I just got my nails done, and they're black, but they were, like, light pink before this. <laughs> Oops. And they're still a little black, like, a week later, but, you know, whatever. It's what it is. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, so now I'm going to jump into my not murder. It's a missing person mystery. I saw you were doing this, and I was like, 
Yeah. So it's a very recent one, especially. So if you're from this area, you'll probably recognize um, it's been all over the news. But the a man named Alex Holden recently went missing from Sacramento. And it's just very odd. So he has a friend who's been posting on Reddit. And I'm assuming it's a very close friend because they know um, pretty specifics about the case. Mm-hmm. So they've been updating everybody. Um, her username is Miss Har- Mrs. Harbear, um, which I'll obviously put this in our... Um, notes and I also got some of my information from an article from uh, it's like KSPR by Francis Watson um, so he's actually from Missouri so oh, I didn't realize that yeah so the Midwestern like news outlets have been covering this also oh wow um, so he's 25 year old who's been living in Sacramento um, for like the last two years he works at Amazon oh cool yeah so um, and I guess both of his parents are judges so hmm like, yeah. in this area or in where he's in from? In Missouri, okay. yeah. Uh, he and his girlfriend got into a fight on the morning of New Year's Eve. So it was, like, 2.30 in the morning, and he left their apartment. Not on January 1st, but December 31st. Because it kind of, like, I was like, I'm confused. But yeah. Just to, so um, she was the last person to see him. Uh, he was seen walking on 22nd and I Street, that which is near his apartment complex complex and he was going to walk to a friend's house in Natomas to sleep and that's far AF if you were wondering. I was, I've never heard of that before in my life. Yeah. So, so from Natomas to from Sacramento to Natomas is about a seven mile walk. Good God. But his friends well that's from Google Maps. Someone on the Reddit said it was more like four miles but still two on the Reddit <laughs> on the Googles. Um yeah someone on the Reddit post <laughs> it was more like a four mile walk um but he was said to be really adventurous and active so like that kind of a walk wouldn't have been a big deal for him but it was 2 30 a.m that'd be a big deal for me it would be a huge deal for me <laughs> i'm really out of shape like i don't like power walking on the treadmill for two miles no no thanks Hard um pass. yeah uh so and they said that he would have used the bike path called the sacramento northern bikeway to that connects sacramento from natomas um and a lot of people were commenting on the post and were like, uh, that's really sketchy during the daytime. Like, I tr- specifically try to stay away from that even in the daylight. Oh. So, like, for him to be walking that at night is kind of sketchy. Uh, so, friend, but those friends say he's done the, the walk and run, like, walk slash run before yeah. on that trail. So, he was familiar with Interesting. it. Interesting. Uh, some people had said he was probably a little intoxicated, but hmm. that's more of like again on the Reddit thing, yeah. not on the like from the news articles. Okay. So it's it, he could I don't know I it's not verified. Um, Alex's dad Calvin said that the police are working now to pull videos from the area to see if um, any of the cameras could give an idea of where he went, like any of the security cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, his phone's dead, so it's not traceable. They were able to trace it up until, like, 2.30, and then it had died. Um, his bank and credit cards haven't been used. The police are trying to check to see if his passport has been used, but I doubt it if his bank and credit cards, unless he yeah. had, like, a shit ton of money on cash on him to buy a plane ticket somewhere. You're looking at at least 500 bucks. Yeah. Um, they said it's very unusual for him to go off the grid and not be in touch with anybody, so they're pretty concerned, but they said they don't really suspect suspect foul play which i don't know yeah but again like why would he just like up and leave right so either no means to do it to me the options are 
A, he either, somebody hurt him, mm-hmm. or B, he was intoxicated and he hurt himself and yeah. they haven't found him. I think probably the latter is going to be more likely, yeah. or even if, it, if he was sober. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're on a jog or whatever. Especially can, in the dark. Yeah, slip, fall. Yeah. They've been looking at the um, American River? Yeah. That's what I know in Zach, yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. His friends have formed search teams and walked the path from Sacramento to Natomas to see if he fell, but they haven't found him. They hired a PI, and the police have been, like, looking for him. They took out tracking dogs and drones to, like, with heat and thread. They have not found him. They looked at the trails um, in the American River. The dogs led detectives around the Arden slash Northgate area by the river but could not draw any conclusions as to where he was. Um, Tracking dogs, uh, let's see. They've also been like taken to the area where he was last seen around his apartment complex but he said, it's said that he walks all the time down there because parking it's annoying. Yeah. So the dogs were confused. Yeah, so I mean like if he's been there before, they're yeah, that scent could be wrong. Exactly. So they said they were really confused, and they kept tracking back to his car, which obviously he's not there. So, right. Um, he's be- described as being six foot tall and 190 pounds. Um, again, he's lived in the Sacramento area for about two years, so it's not like he just got lost somewhere. Right. Um, and if he was used to that like trail area, then that would you know he yeah. knows where he knows where the fuck he was going. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna post a picture. Obviously, take a look at it. This is obviously something that is very actionable you might have seen him if you were around or up early in the sacramento area um you know take a look you might recognize him totally um see i kind of like i think people are kind of maybe drawing the conclusion that he might have fallen in the water that's kind of where my brain went but normally when that happens they people so when you people float yeah when you drown your the gases in your body you always float up unless you are weighted down yes so i feel like they would have found him by now yeah and so if he did if he is in the river yeah it was not an accident no so i don't know i can't really say if it was foul play or not obviously it really could have been an accident but i feel like if it was an accident they would have found him by now especially because it was such a fast turnaround Mm mm-hmm um, from the time that people realized he was missing. It, it was only like, like a couple days, right? I don't think it was even a couple. I think it was like the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, he's gone. Yeah. Because so. if he like, again, like, we'll say he slipped and fell on the trail, broke his ankle or whatever. Right. They would have found him. Yeah. Because they've been looking. And they, mm-hmm. if they took drones from that area, they could have seen if he was off the path. That's what I'm saying. And he couldn't have been too far off the path if something happened, mm-hmm. like an accident. Because there's, if he, again, like, say he broke his leg right. or something. There's only so far you can make it off right. the path without having to just, like, sit there and or hope th- someone shows up. Right. And, or the dogs would have found him. Yeah. So, yeah. Very weird. Or maybe he just dips it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think so, though. I mean, I doubt it, but I mean, like, it's impossible. But maybe, yeah. Mm. Def- and maybe now that he's seen, like, what a commotion it's caused. I mean, of course, he's a white dude. His parents are rich. He's Of course, it's going to be covered on the media. Yep. So, you know, he could be, like, embarrassed, but I really don't. I doubt it. So. Yeah. Um, actually, it looks like, uh, oh, they haven't, um, they haven't updated it for a while, but I did read another article that said that, um, they were having issues because he is an adult Mm -hmm. accessing, like, some of his, um, like, records and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. Wow. Yeah. 
weird. So, take a look at the picture, guys. Yes. Yep. Um, you up, girl. Alright, mine actually also came from Reddit. Shocker. Oof. My favorite, probably, yeah, it's, I'll say it's my favorite website. Okay, I'm not really like a millennial in the, the typical sense, so I really had never known what Reddit was until I started like researching for this yeah. podcast, and I must admit it's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially in this case, to see how many people are interested in like trying to totally. help, and they're like, have you tried this, or have you, you know, post here, or like, people are giving great ideas and very supportive. Yeah. And so. it reminds me of Don't Fuck With Cats, like, yeah. internet communities coming together and trying to get Help. shit done. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite subreddits to, you know, kind of scroll through is, like, r slash Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. So, like, that's where I get, like, 90% of my cases. Yeah. FYI. I'm going to start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and then you can also, like, search within that one for, uh, within the subreddit. Yeah. For specific things. So if you're like, oh, I want a case oh. from California, or I want something that's Halloween related, that's how I Cool. Okay, found those so you might have things. to, like, show me that, because, yeah. You know, <laughs> I teach you my ways. Help. <laughs> um, so this is posted by user Sleutheroo. Oh, I like I'm assuming it. that's how you pronounce that. I like that. Um, and this I found, uh, this one's very interesting. It is the murder of Diane Hank and the Fong trials. Hmm. I had never heard of this. Um, I found this when I was searching uh, stuff around like Christmas time. Um, this is like... I would say this is more of like New Year's time of year okay. stuff, so yeah. I guess it's relevant. <laughs> New Year. Yeah. Same bullshit. Okay. So, um, and in the link in the actual like Reddit page, there's mm-hmm. a like a full video that somebody posted with like visuals and like stuff like that. It's very very cool. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, and this is like the transcript of the video. Okay. Um. So. In 1954, 15-year-old 15, 15 Diane Hank of Portland, Oregon, was about to take, about, Jesus Christ, was out to make some extra money. My contact is, like, doing one of those things where, like, it kind of, like, Oh, I, I don't does have it... contact, so I don't. Oh, great. I so, don't... I, I'll try to describe what's happening to me right now. Um, so, I, I wear, I wear one contact lens. Why? So, I'm, my right eye is, I don't know if you've heard of, like, a lazy eye. Yes. So, I have a lazy eye on my right eye. Okay. Um, I have literally no peripheral. I can't see my hand. Oh. Like, the vision in this eye is so bad. I'm holding my hand up literally next to my face right now. You can see your hand in your y- peripheral. Yes. Literally, even me looking, I can't see it. Wow. You poor blind thing. I know. I, like, literally on my driver's license, I have, like, a restriction that I have to wear glasses or contacts. Otherwise, oh, so if I get pulled shit. over and I have neither of those things on, you're toast. I can get a ticket for that. Ooh. Like, that's how blind I am. You was in trouble. Truly. So, um, but the vision in that eye is so bad that even if I wear a contact, it doesn't matter. Oh, like, wow. it doesn't fix it. You poor thing. I know. That sucks. <laughs> so, my eye doctor was like, honestly, save yourself $50 a box of contacts and just wear the one on the left eye. Uh, and have that one, like, that vision corrected. So, like, this eye sees 20-20 uh, with the contact in. Oh, I see. But my other eye doesn't. Okay. But it doesn't matter even if you wear a contact because you're still blind. Yeah, because it's, like, a retinal issue. Oh. Uh, so, su- I didn't know that. Yeah, my dad has it too in the same eye. That sucks. So, it's really funny because... Um, one time when I was still living with my parents, uh, I couldn't find my glasses. And I was like, what the fuck? Your dad had them? Yeah, because he thought they were readers. Because <laughs> we have, like, the same prescription. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there's Whoa. your fun fact about me for the day. Okay. I'm here uh, for it. So anyway, so my contact to my left eye, sometimes, like, it won't, like, suction correctly to my eyeball. Uh-huh. And, like, will, like, kind of, like, move. Float. Yeah. So, like, I have to, like, go in and, like, Gross. kind of poke it around until it's in its right, rightful place. I could never have contact. I love them. It's great, but we'll I have say, to wear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I can only do like the daily lenses. Like I can't do the ones that you like take wear in and out, time. like Zach wears those. Oh yeah. But like my eyes get so dry, I just like 
Yeah. I can't do it. Anyways, I digress. Sorry. But yeah, so like my contact was like kind of floating just then, so I couldn't read. (laughs) I was like, fuck. (laughs) Find people props. Truly. Um, Anyways, where was I? She was 15 and out to make some extra cash. Um, Babysitting was the occupation of choice for junior high school girls during the 20th century. Truly. Yeah. Um, At an age when no business would hire you, it was nice to have a way to make a few extra dollars for yourself. It was safe. A family-oriented job, wholesome. You get a neighbor's fancy home all to yourself for the evening while you played with her cute babies. Oh, I know. Are you still? I can't hear you in my headphones anymore. Are you still on? Yes, I'm on. Okay, just want to make sure. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I, I see the thing bouncing. Okay, good. Um, I turned myself down a little bit though. Oh, I that, think that's why. Okay. Um, because I scream talk. <laughs> I scream talk. Boop a doo 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 doo. Uh, so when Diane met Sherry and Wei Him Fong, she was excited to have a regular gig. She never expected to get caught up in a world of secrets, narcotics, and organized crime. Oh, shit. This, uh, so this, uh, the YouTube video, it's like a series, it's called, um, Out of, Out of the Past. Mm-hmm. And so they, they cover, like, old stuff, too. Okay. <clears throat> um, do, 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 do. So this was, like, an older post on Out, Out of the Past. Okay. Um, Dan was ambitious. Babysitting wasn't her only job. She also worked part-time for a law firm delivering messages. Uh, By most accounts, she was happy and healthy. She was athletic, having just taken up skiing as a hobby. She also was quite intelligent and excelled in school. Diane had been babysitting for Sherry Fong since 1951, and she expected nothing out of the ordinary to happen on the evening of January 6, 1954. Ooh, this is old. Yeah, dude. And it's wild. Okay. Um, Diane had purchased a shirt as a Christmas gift for Wei Him, who went by Wayne, mm-hmm. um, that she had still had not given him nearly a week into the new year. She called Mrs. Fong to ask what to do about it, and Sherry told her to just bring it by. Sherry invited Diane to stay for dinner and told her to ask uh, her mother for permission. Diane's mother allowed her to go. Mm-hmm. Um, keep in mind, again, she's only 15. Yeah. The Fongs, Diane, and a couple uh, named uh, Smalley, and that was their last name, mm-hmm. they all had a pre-dinner drinks together with the children asleep in the next room. Smallies didn't stay for dinner, and they were the last people other than the Fongs to ever see Diane alive. Uh, two people spoke to Diane on the telephone before her disappearance. First, her friend Anne Encontro, who called her at the Fong residence. She told authorities that Diane said that they were having a party and that she was high. Um, after that call, Diane had phoned her mother, telling her that her hair was up in pin curls and that she would be home soon. A little while later, she called her mother again, telling her that Mr. Fong still hadn't returned home and that she had no way of getting home herself. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Hanks told her daughter that it might be best for her to spend the night at the Fong's house. Diane agreed. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Hank never saw her daughter alive again. Oh, that's so sad. I know. Um, the police were on the case immediately. The community refused to let a beautiful blonde teenage girl go missing. Unfortunately, as details came out uh, that could help the community members in the search, information also leaked about Diane that caused some neighbors to judge or come, uh, come to negative conclusions about her. For example, she had recently had a baby out of wedlock. Gossip also abounded that she had smoked marijuana. Some people initially were eager to help uh, took away their support after finding that information out. People suck. I know. (laughs) Like, really? Everybody does it. Right? (laughs) At least, well, most everybody anyways. Everyone has sex and smokes weed. Okay? (laughs) Or has done it once. At least once. Unless you're, like, the Pope. Yeah. Then you probably have done either. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, they can't have sex. No, they have, like, they vows can't. of chastity or whatever. That sucks. So you're just a virgin your whole life? Like, they can never have sex? No. Like, if you're, like, a brother or, like, in like all up in the church like that, like, nuns, like, they can't have sex? Yeah. And, oh. It's, like, the same thing, but, like, for dudes. No, thanks. I know. Hard pass. <laughs> Dang. 
No boning allowed. That's okay. <laughs> Unfortunate for them. It is. Honestly. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> and I mean, but like, I guess I would never know. Truly. <laughs> but I feel like you'd always wonder, like, how it, you know, how it felt. Yeah, or getting a little high. Yeah. Like, it's a problem there. Yeah. And, and I mean, I mean, the, the people in the church, like, don't, like, really drink like that either. Just, yeah. like, wine at communion, I suppose. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Hmm. The I more you know. to each their own, right? But, um, rip. not a lie for me. But rip. Most people were still heartbroken over the striking six-foot-tall teenager's disappearance. She was tall. Dang. Yeah. Um, people who hadn't known her learned things about her from those who had. She was shy, smart, and always willing to help others. Unfortunately, all search efforts were, fu- were fr- fruitless. People didn't hesitate to make assumptions, however. Diane was last seen at the Fongs. Mr. Fong was known to deal in shady business, not to mention he was married to a white woman. And many people didn't trust mixed-race couples at the time. Oh, jeez. Oh, the 50s. People and their racism. Yep. So, so much judgment. Like, please, let's just not. GTFO. Fuck Come whoever you now. want. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, investigators um, first believed that the Fongs had morally corrupted the teenager. Ugh. I know. The decision was made to go after Sherry first, as she seemed the most likely to crack. <laughs> At one point, Sherry placed a personal ad in the Portland Oregonian. I don't know if I said that right. Oregonian? Yeah, Oregonian. I say it Oregonian. Excellent. Uh, the ad read, Diane, please contact me. Regardless of your present circumstances or anything you have uh, may have done, I will help you all that I can. Sherry. Uh, this could have either been a ruse on Sherry's part to appear innocent or a genuine gesture of concern. By all accounts, Sherry's relationship with Diane had been a close one. They were nearly attached to the hip. According to Diane's sister, the two frequently borrowed each other's clothes, and Sherry had been there for Diane throughout her whole unplanned pregnancy. The last night that Diane had babysat for the Fong, she was also caring for her own child. Um, I, as mentioned earlier, Diane had taken up skiing shortly before her disappearance. Sherry had bought her an expensive a ski jacket for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, numerous reports and accusations clouded the way to clear answers in the case. An undercover officer was reported to have remarked to somebody that the Fongs, quote, were getting a dirty deal, but the cops were just trying to pin the case on somebody so they could get rid of it, end quote. Boo. I know. One of Diane's Lincoln High classmates claimed to have seen her downtown the day after her disappearance. Hmm. Another classmate said that she ran into Diane at the Meyer and Frank department store a couple of weeks after that. The defense accused prosecutors of dismissing these reports because they didn't fit the case that they were trying to argue. Which is gross. Yeah. Uh, Diane's boyfriend, Keith Martin, who was the father of her child, reported to have uh, told her that he would kill her if he ever saw her with another guy, and this was very emotionally upsetting to her. According to Sherry, Diane was distraught to the point of being suicidal over her relationship problems. Sherry said that Diane told her that, quote, if he stands me up again, I'm just going to kill myself, end quote. Aww. It was also rumored that Sherry had told a bartender that her, uh, her girlfriend had killed herself and that she told the police that Diane, quote, contributed perhaps 75% to her own death, end quote, whatever that means. <laughs> Wayne Fong attempted to cast suspicion on the Smallies, the couple who had been um, at the house the night of the 6th. The Smallies were alleged brothel operators. Okay. Yeah. Uh, most of this information was impossible to establish as anything more than hearsay, however. At any rate, it was, wasn't long before a gruesome discovery was made. Diane's body was found on February 27th atop a steep hill on the south side of Evergreen Highway in Clark County, Washington. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wrapped in two blankets and a sheet and tied up with rope. Oh. She was wearing the same clothing she wore the night of January the 6th where she had gone, when she had gone to the Fongs for dinner. Her bra was pulled up above her breast, uh, but the rest of her clothing was on normally. That's so sad. Mm-hmm. 
Interrogators questioned Sherry Fong for an uh, inhumane amount of time without breaks. Even after 16 hours, Sherry provided them with no information. Holy crap. I know. Isn't that fucking insane? Like, could you imagine being, like, in an interrogation room for 16 hours? No, and then you just don't know when it ends. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, Well, again, they were trying to break her. Right. It's kind of like, um, in, like, Making a Murder and stuff when they, like, just, like, had them in the room for just, like, hours and hours and hours. And most people just don't know. Unless you're, like, under arrest, you can leave. Yeah. So, deuces. Call my lawyer. Yeah. Like, chat later. Didn't do anything. You know? Unless you didn't do anything. Right. Dang. Mm-hmm. Uh, law enforcement had to try different strategies. At one point, even setting up a, a type of sting operation at a hotel where they tried to eavesdrop on a conversation she was having with a friend in the next room. The friend, in cahoots with police, tried to get Sherry to confess to Diane's murder. She did no such thing. Sherry claimed that the, pol- that the police had tried to drug her during the operation, which the police denied. <laughs> well, you never know, though, do you? Truly. Especially, like, in, I feel like in the 50s, then, like, yeah. more shady shit was I, I don't think, like, now. Because, obviously, they recorded it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So... Speaking of, I have a wild story to tell you. Actually, I, I can tell you on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, in high school, I dated this guy uh-huh. who, his dad was a cop for Concord PD. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, obviously, like, I haven't spoken to that family in years. Yeah. This was, like, in 2009. Like, this Holla. happened. But recently, um, on, like, our local, like, website for, like, news stuff, my yeah. mom sent me a link and she was like, holy fucking shit, uh, Kevin's dad killed somebody. And it was caught on a body cam. Oh, shit. Yeah like on duty yeah but i mean like the guy was like threatening to murder somebody okay like his parents like, yeah. the whole thing's fucking wild if i can find a link to the article and stuff i'll post it yeah i mean the video is fucking insane like so at the beginning of the video is like the 911 calls of like, the parents calling they're like oh our th- son's probably on drugs and threatening to kill us and like all this stuff like this is like an old couple uh-huh. and their kid was like off the rails oh, and like my yeah, because the kid himself, I think, I'm calling him a kid, but he's yeah. their child. Yeah. He's, like, in his 50s or 60s. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, they're, like, 90. Yeah. And, um... Damn. Yeah, and so they're, like, oh, we're sending officers over, and then, like, it cuts to the body cam footage, and, like, they're talking about, like, what they're gonna do. Yeah. Um, and they, like, get in front of the house, and, like, the dad's, like, bleeding at the face. Like, the son had, like, either tried to stab him with a knife <gasps> or, like, hit him or something. Yeah. Um fucking insane oh my gosh but he was like had like a knife like to his mom he's like i'm gonna fucking kill her and then like my ex's dad like literally you can see him shooting him they don't have i mean they don't have a choice no they didn't so sad but isn't that fucking crazy it is like because it's like you see this stuff and you're like oh like it is sad it's yeah it sucks but then you're like oh my god that's somebody like i know yeah yeah I, you know, I could never be a police officer. Me either. <laughs> because how stressful, and then you have to, I mean, you don't have a choice. It's your job. Yep. You have to, you know, at that in that situation, I'm sure he did the right thing, but. Yes. Like, you still, like, that's still killing somebody. I know. And, like, again, like, literally my ex-boyfriend's dad killed somebody. It was caught on video. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when that's. Boil it down. Fucking bonkers. Yeah. That's sad. I, I have, I can't watch those you know, after they had a bunch of, like, African-American people get shot for, mm-hmm. like, no fucking reason. Yeah. Um, and they had all caught on body cams or, like, cell phones. I just, like, can't, I can't watch it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I didn't want to, but I was just, like, this is too well, yeah. wild and close to home for me. Yeah. To not. Yeah. That's not. It was fucking bonkers, yeah. like, to say the least. It's good, though, that they all have body cams. Oh, 100,000%. They, they should all have them. That should all be on it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, like, another thing. It's like, oh, like, the body cam was turned off. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw something that, like, they can get um, in trouble for that. 
yeah, like, yeah. there's, like, only, like, so much time that's allowed to not be on during their yeah, shift. shift or whatever. I mean, like, obviously, you don't want it on when you're, like, peeing and stuff. <laughs> Taking a Because then you end up, like, um, uh, a Mr. Durst mm-hmm. <laughs> when your microphone's on. Oh, my God. While, whilst peeing. <laughs> wow. Bananas. Right. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Where was I? Sidebar? Yes. <laughs> um, I've been needing to tell you about that for, like, weeks. Yeah. Because this happened, like, right around Christmas. Oh, I know. That's so sad, though. On all parts. Like, Truly. for the officer and the, the people, you know? Well, yeah, like, you don't want your, your son fucking threatening to kill you. No. Yeah, and, like, it shows, like, images of, like, the weapon and stuff that he, like, tried to hurt them with. Yeah. And, like, it's a like a kitchen knife. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can kill somebody. Yeah, and he was, like, saying he had a gun and that he was going to fucking shoot people. and yeah, They can't take that chance. Yeah, and, like, he was clearly, like, high out of his mind. and that sucks. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Only weed. <laughs> That's pretty chill. Yeah. As, as said earlier. <laughs> Not that we condone any um, underage doing of anything. No. And don't drive. Nope. If you're doing just, stuff. Just stay home. Yeah. Be responsible. Yeah. Wear a condom. <laughs> stay in school. <laughs> stay in school. Whatever. Do you it know. all. Yeah. All right. Okay. Do, to do, to do, to do. Um... So despite Sherry's lack of cooperation, the grand jury indicted both her and her husband, based only on circumstantial evidence. Damn. Yeah. A third person, Kwong Ting Yi, was also um, indicted. He is described in most of the newspaper accounts from the time as a, quote, frequent house guest of the Fongs. Um, His exact relation to them is unclear, but in context, it seems that he was in the narcotics business with Wayne. Okay. Sherry and Wade were tried together in the first trial and both found guilty. The jury voted 10 to 2 with and to sentence them to die in a gas chamber. Whoa, a 50s man, that's old school. Isn't it? Yeah. The judge, however, overturned the verdict, asserting that the prosecution had failed to provide anything other than circumstantial evidence. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. An overflow of information came out in the subsequent retrials, information that perhaps could have kept Diane alive and had she known about it before she took the babysitting gigs. The Fongs were heavily involved in the Portland drug scene. Wei Him Fong was an important leader in this organization. Mm-hmm. It was the state's position that Diane was killed because she knew too much about the Fong's black market operations. Shit. Well, one, isn't that insane? Yeah. One key witness, Mrs. Smalley, one, uh, one half of the couple who had drinks but didn't stay for dinner, and who were later cast into suspicion by Wayne, testified that by the time she had left that night, Diane had already had a couple of martinis and was, quote, acting silly. <laughs> Some sources report that she had many, as many as five martinis that night. Dang. Which would knock my dick in the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> dick in the dirt. <laughs> I would be passed out somewhere or like running around naked probably. Dude, I had one mimosa at Christmas and I was I was kind of drunk, so <laughs> I had to stop drinking. <laughs> but granted, I haven't drank in a long time. <laughs> kids, so, you know, kids, man. Yeah. We'll do it to you. <laughs> man. Um, the prosecution used this information in an attempt to show how irresponsibly the Fongs had behaved around a 15-year-old, and it seemed pretty compelling. Yeah. Uh, she was obviously a child who was trying to self-medicate, and the Fongs had no problem helping her to do that. Dang. Because especially if she was, like, that depressed and, like, That's all so of that. They're like, oh, yeah, like, here, here's some booze. Yeah, no. Let's feel that. Good. Not good. <laughs> um, in fact, the Fongs gave Diane a lot more than just alcohol. They were drug dealers, after all. Right. Sherry had also given her some vitamins. <sighs> Authorities found a bottle in her jumper with pills inside and a type note that said, Diane, take one daily. Sherry insisted that the vitamins were B12 and Theragan M. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. So I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, There's a lot of talk, even today, about the directions that were found with the bottle. The word Diane and the rest of the text were written on completely different typewriters from each other. How is that possible? What happened? Were the Fongs trying to alter the directions? 
still a bit of a mystery. Yeah. Weird. Uh, Sherry insisted that none of the vitamins were poisonous, and toxicology reports were largely inconclusive. Huh. Tests showed that Diane had half a milligram of barbitol um, in 100 milligrams of her liver. Um, her death was determined to be an OD mixed with uh, uh, barbitol and alcohol poisoning. Shit. Yeah. Okay, so then they were responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the two drugs worked together to depress the central mer- nervous system. <sighs> There was some disagreement among medical examiners if she actually had enough barbiturol in her system to be poisoned, but the doctors don't provide alternative co- causes for her death. Diane had no prescription for, bit- for barbiturates at the time of her death. That's so sad. So they probably just, she died and they were like, fuck, and then we had to get rid of her. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like, I think they, because again, like, I'm assuming they probably did drugs together before and drank yeah. before. And, yeah. And. She was only 15. Yeah. In, was she pregnant? You said she was pregnant or no? She had ha- just had a kid. Okay. Um, yeah, and so she had been babysitting them for like three low. years. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if her overdose was an accident, it seems apparent that the Fongs wanted to cover it up in order to avoid suspicion. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, so we know that the Fongs dealt in legal, illegal narcotics. We know that the Fongs gave Diana alcohol, quote, vitamins, and other substances. Um, this seems like a murder by poisoning in uh, the opinion of the art of the writer mm-hmm. um, probably at the hands of Wayne at the request of a syndicate um, some have argued that she could have overdosed on her own taking her life ac- either accidentally or on purpose Dang. which is also a possibility if she was suicidal yeah yeah for sure um, but still she's underage and they're giving her shit a thousand so, percent yeah, so they definitely responsible yeah so even if like she if it was an accident or she just took the drugs because she wanted to kill herself yeah. it would definitely be like uh, was like second degree manslaughter yeah, or whatever or manslaughter yeah yeah like maybe yeah. insane yeah um For so sure. there's nothing cut and dry about this case where the state was able to prosecute convict and sentence although sherry fong's attempts to play on the jury's heartstrings were not always successful the evidence was weak and almost entirely circumstantial she was tried twice before 1957 and mistrials were declared both times Dang. she was finally convicted during her third trial uh where some disturbing details emerged during the process the most damning pieces of evidence was a conversation Sherry was said to have had with a uh, planted police informant. She told the informant that Chinese that a Chinese syndicate had, in fact, wanted Diane killed because she felt that she was talking too much. Sherry claimed that she herself had offered to pay as much as $125,000 in 1950s money. Holy crap. To have the girl, uh, to leave the girl alone. Um, as with the personals ad, this could have been a ploy to appear sympathetic or an honest statement, assuming that she had ever said it at all. On Wayne's side, evidence emerged that he had tried to pull off, uh, he had tried to off two witnesses that could have been uh, damning in the case. Uh, P.O. King Kong Reggio, a Filipino immigrant employed by the uh, Fongs, testified about the culture of fear and how important it was to stay quiet around them. Organized uh, crime bigwigs like Jimmy Valentine and Honey Luttrell were forced to f- testify, addicts who were very involved in the underground opium scene at the time. One newspaper uh, says that Pio Reggio had testified in broken English and that he had helped Wayne move a body. Uh, this is only seen from one source, however, so uh, we don't know if the body was Diane's or if the statement was even true. There's also a language barrier to take into consideration. $125,000 would have been a, a million, over a little over a million. To... Good God. Yeah. That is bonkers. That's a lot of pesos. Uh, yeah. Um. Jeez. After Sherry's third trial, she was convicted of second-degree murder. This didn't stick, though. Uh, the matter all went all the way to the Oregon Supreme Court, and after her fourth trial, Dang. Sherry Fong was acquitted. Ooh. Not over yet. She couldn't be tried again. According to the U.S. government, she was not guilty, no matter what actually happened. Holy crap. Yeah. 
Wayne's legal journey was similar to his wife's, and he ended up a free man just about the time she did. Things went well for the Fongs a short while after that, but law enforcement took Wayne into custody again in 1958 for possessing heroin. He was sentenced to 20 years, but only served 12. After being paroled, he moved back to Portland and became Chinatown's biggest drug dealer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lesson here about prison not being a deterrent. Right? Jeez. <laughs> Sherry, on the other hand, tried to stay under the radar after being released. She died in 1987 at the age of 56. Dang. Which is very young. Yeah, it is, actually. But you know what? She probably had a lot, you know, going on in her head. Yeah. Yeah, you know, probably a lot of stress. Drugs aren't good for you. No, they are not good on your <laughs> system. At all. No, no, no. So. Um. So yeah, a lot of attention was giving, given to the scandalous interracial couple in the case. Legal proceedings went on for years and ultimately didn't stick any of the crime on the Fonks. Well, People became more familiar with the Fong, named in the Dianes after all this. She faded into the background, sad. and Poor her alleged girl. assailants took the spotlight. Poor girl. Diane was a young woman whose life was ended before it ever truly began. Yeah. She, began in, uh, she left behind an infant who would never know her real mother or feel that she ever cared for her. <laughs> Diane what was, happened to her kid? Um, I, think they're, I think she went to the dad. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's so sad. Yep. She was a smart woman, and we have no idea what she could have accomplished if her life wasn't cut short. Right. That's it. Well. So, sorry to end on, like, such a bummer. Yeah, that is sad. That's, like, my worst nightmare. Yeah. It's, like, leaving Emerson so young and, like, her, you know, like, if something happened to me and her not ever, like, getting to know me or have me in her life, you know? Because your mom is such a big deal. Oh, absolutely. Like, especially, like, for a girl. Yeah. For sure. So. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Um, to, you know, to kind of turn things around, do you have anything fun and fresh to share with the class? Uh, no, not since Wednesday. <laughs> nope. Um, I'm trying to think if I'm doing anything exciting. No, not, not too much. Yeah. But. It's pretty uh, much the same. <clears throat> yeah. But, you know, I guess we'll catch you next week with yeah. some more sad shit. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Yep. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. We will catch you next week. Um, we'll post the links and the things. Yes. Thanks and for listening. Yes. And this was Hot for Justice. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.